Hi everyone, welcome to the Let Me Tell You Something podcast. It is Wista. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about the shit that I want to talk about, not what you want to talk about, because we talk about what you want to talk about. You be here, but you're not fucking here. If you are a new listener, welcome. If you're an OG, part of the Wista gang, part of the Wista crew, I don't know. You're just you you like what you're listening to welcome back if you like because you like to hear me talk shit welcome back if you're one of my secret admirers bitch reveal yourself because i'm really tired of y'all secret admirers not revealing yourselves valentine's day is coming up soon so you know you know what night valentine's day christmas is about what two weeks away secret admirers this is your time this is your time okay you guys wow look at that i told you i was gonna be consistent look at this we're third weeks back-to-back episode wow Mm. wow wow i'm gonna say this if you have certain goals you want to achieve in 2024 we are in december you might as well just get the head start now like the marathon get that head start now get that head start because in six months you'll be like damn i want to thank my previous self in 2023 for getting that head start because think about it for example folks who want to go to like the gym and shit they're gonna be there on like january 2nd i feel like they'll be on january 2nd rather january 1st because you know i'm haitian american so like january 1st i gotta be eating like soup jumo. so they're gonna be in the gym on january 2nd but guess what if you went to the gym in december you got that month start you already getting those goals those bodies like oh my god but you guys if i sound super hyper um i basically had like an oat milk shake and espresso with like seven shots in it yes please don't judge me yes that's a lot of caffeine don't tell my doctor because he will be like what's the you are fucking delusional but hey that's what it is when you have a young black doctor shout out to dr t but let's get on to this episode i feel like we have a lot of things to talk about i feel like we do have to discuss certain things i know the new year is almost here Y'all already know I'm going to be giving y'all some manifestation tips. Yes, I feel like I am qualified for giving these tips as a Haitian Dominican American because sometimes Dominicans at my family be like, I don't be shouting them out. Shout out to y'all too. Hola, como estas? Muchos bien, mami. And then also too is on both sides of those islands, um, they be dibbling, dabbling in magic. Okay, I got some voodoo priestess in my family and I'm not ashamed to say it. So I think I'm purely qualified to be discussing this. So we all know that on TikTok, there was this big trend of like the 12 grapes, which is very popular within um, Latinx cultures. For example, the Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, Honduras, Panama, where else? Uruguay, where else? Um, Ecuador and all those other um, countries where you go into the table, you take 12 grapes for 12 months and you say your intentions. And then if you want to bring in love, you wear, you wear red panties. And if you want to travel, you go outside and run with your suitcase. I did that shit. And I, yes, I did wear my red panties. I made sure I bought the expensive red panties too. I did not go to Victoria's Secret. I busted my ass all the way to Bloomingdale's to give me the nice, good red panties because I said, I'm bringing in something good. And I will say this, a lot of the things I had in my manifestations for like the 12 grapes manifestation actually did come to fruition. But I feel like I was always putting the action because I feel like every single time we say, oh, we're going to manifest it, we're going to manifest it. Y'all be forgetting about putting the action in. Y'all are like, okay, well, I want to manifest, I don't know, like a following on social media, but y'all are not posting. You want to manifest your own platform, but you're not doing anything to build that platform. You want to manifest a new car, but you're not doing anything to get the car. Where's the job? Are you driving by the car dealership? There's Those are certain things you can do. For example, you want to live in a multi-million dollar home? 
driving neighborhoods with multi-million dollar homes. For example, if you're like myself, you live in Rockland County, right? Rockland County is right by Westchester, and it's also by Jersey. It's by Montvale, New Jersey, and it's also by Saddle River. Go drive by Saddle River. Go drive by Rev Run's house, because Rev Run lives in Saddle River. Just go drive in those areas. Duh, that's what you got to do. But to add to that, I feel like we also forget that even when you are doing these manifestations, you're putting in those intentions, you have to believe in it as well. Because sometimes you're like, yes, I like I have faith in it. I have faith in it. And I fully understand we're going to have days where we're just over it. You're checked out. But you have to be optimistic. I'm going to say it again. You got to be optimistic. Because even for me, somebody who's been going through, like, for example, my weight loss journey, been doing this shit for fucking 10 years. And boom, 10 years. That's when I get it together. It really is about divine timing. And I try to tell people all the time. It works out in divine timing. Like I said the last episode, certain things don't happen in certain timelines just because if it would have happened at that time, you would have fucked it up. So even with that, I can say 2023 definitely has been like the year of prepping me for some of those manifestations that I've had in like notebooks from freaking 2018 or even manifestations that I've been manifesting since I was a little kid. So just think that damn, okay. It's coming in, it's gonna come in. Whatever's meant for me is going to come to me. Because even for someone like myself who is in their late 20s and like, bitch, I'm pushing 30, bitch. Okay. I'm pushing 30. I'm not afraid. I'm not ashamed to say I'm pushing 30. I'm not ashamed to say I'm pushing 30 because, bitch, I don't look like I'm pushing 30. <laughs> but still, you have those moments where you're like, damn, you're seeing like your peers. You got like that one sector of your peers. They're getting married, having kids, which I'm happy for y'all, bitch, because, oh, in this economy, <laughs> good luck. And then you have the other side of us who are like just trying to figure it out. And then you got the middle group, aka myself and the late bloomers. If you are a late bloomer, you know how it feels. It's like, damn, like what the fuck was going on in like my teens and my early 20s? And then again, I have to tell myself, you know what? I went through certain things as a teen, even in middle school and elementary school, and also in my early 20s as a character builder. That's why some people when they talk about bullying and everything like that, sometimes I'm like, okay, yes, bullying definitely did fuck with my mental health. But then I'm like, you know what? I built my fucking personality because the motherfuckers have bullied me now. <laughs> no comment. But still, it built my character, but then it also showed me too is that eventually as you get older and you start separating yourselves from like the people that you grew up with, because let's be real, if you grew up in like Rockland County like myself and you went to like certain schools, like let's be real. <laughs> like me and some of my friends we we were the targets of getting bullied just because once we got older we started meeting more people who are like us because rockland county there's a certain niche and there's a certain type of girl like if you live here you probably gonna end up with your high school sweetheart y'all probably working at the fucking nyack hospital you're a nurse and he's probably i don't know like a med assistant or some shit like that and y'all probably live in like fucking new city y'all just bought y'all new house um y'all probably drive mazdas and y'all got two kids and they go to daycare probably a new city as well and then eventually they'll probably go to elmwood elementary school then go to chestnut ridge and then end up going to ramapole high school or spring valley and shout out everybody who went to spring valley because i went to spring valley high school and you know what why am i telling y'all my business like that shit 
but still again like certain towns is just niche so like my town is very niche so once you step outside of your town and then you meet certain people even in the city like it's even niche too like certain people in brooklyn and certain parts of brooklyn even say like damn they went through that shit because it was very niche so sometimes certain places that you live in are very niched and it doesn't fit with the niche of yourself that's simply what it is period which is why I'm happy that we have outlets like the internet because not only with that you can build a community but then you can meet people who relate with you like you just never know like I said TikTok as much as I used to talk shit about motherfuckers on TikTok I'm like you know what this makes sense because you can actually build your own community and meet different people and I know this doesn't align with the topic that I just brought up with the manifestations but I'm bringing it back now for example the spiritual community if you're on like the black spiritual side of the community, definitely helpful for you to learn certain things about your spirituality. For example, anybody who knows me when it comes to getting spiritual work done, the only motherfuckers I'm trusting when it comes to a tarot reading are tarot readers from Louisiana. That's it. I am only trusting tarot readers from Louisiana just because of the close ties with Haiti. That's it. Or if you're from the South, who do too? That's it and anybody who is of african descent and yes i will also go to anybody who is of dominican descent too that's it that's it. i don't touch no other nothing else so i certainly just try to go through folks who have cultural ties with me so that means i will follow someone who is from louisiana who does spirituality or someone who is part of um hoodoo because hoodoo is african-american um spirituality but even with that i'll follow that as well just because i feel like all black spirituality has certain ties with each other but it's all different but you know what i don't want to talk about that right now because i'll be a whole fucking conversation for another time and we gotta get to the celebrity gossip the celebrity tea the celebrity news but um i just want to say this you guys just knowing manifestations are coming in I definitely will do like a deep dive next episode just because we'll be closer to like the new year so we can like definitely think about what you want to manifest into your life because I honestly feel like the people who listen to the show y'all are definitely some unique folks and I definitely believe that you guys are going to do amazing things if y'all listen to this shit y'all found a gem so I know y'all are gems too but let's get on to these topics okay you guys as you know Miss Onika Tanya Mirage Petty you see how I changed my tone when I said that petty, dropped her new album called Pink Friday 2. Anybody who grew up listening to Nicki in middle school and in high school, bitch, this was our time. This was our moment. This was the album that made us like feel like, damn, my inner child and my inner teen is loving this shit. When I tell you when Nikki dropped that shit, although I will say, I wish she called it Gag City only because if I don't know if you guys know, but on the internet, there was like an AI generated city for Nikki called like Gag City and all these brands were jumping on it. Even at like work, my job, people were like, oh my God, look at this. Nabisco said they're going to be here. Oh my God, there's an Oreo building in Gag City. Loved it, bitch. I'll probably live in Gag City too. And for, for some reason, I wore pink on that day and I didn't realize that until I was like, damn, I really was bumping with the queen. But I have to say this, I am so happy for Nicki Minaj because Nicki really stepped on y'all next with this whole fucking album. And you know the thing is, and I will never understand this, just a couple months ago, y'all motherfuckers were calling Nicki old. Y'all were saying all this shit about her. Y'all were saying, oh, she's washed up, this and that, she's a bully. But then now, Pink Friday come out, Pink Friday 2 come out. Y'all are like, yes, Nicki, Nicki giving us the mixtapes, Nicki giving us everything. But it's like, y'all were just all over lottery ticket. And y'all were literally like, oh my God, lotto, lotto, lotto. So that don't make no sense. Y'all are hypocrites. I think that's the main important thing is y'all are hypocrites. And I know a lot of people don't like the barbs, but you got to realize too is there is levels to fandom. 
fandom has its levels. It's all about what level you're at. I call myself a stan, but I'm a logical stan. There are certain things I'm not going to tolerate. But let's get on to the album. I will say this. Hmm. I will say this. And I'm going to keep saying this again. Nikki really, really studies the craft. Because it's the fact that she took that same fucking um, flow from All Eyes on You, which was a flow from that one Biggie song, and then she done bodied it on fucking Barbie Dangerous. Girl, girl, when, when Barbie Dangerous comes on, and it's only been, what, three days since this damn album came out, I was swerving on the fucking street. I said, ooh, this is a song I cannot listen to while I drive because I get a little bit uncontrolled. R&B is a bop. Um, what else? I think FTCU is definitely the shit. That is a song where she is calling all y'all out. Iggy Azalea, bitch. Yes, you have to get called out for that because, bitch, why are you supporting fucking Tory Lanez? Ew. Um, nobody's going to be supporting that little leprechaun. And I'm pretty sure Tory Lanez is probably getting clowned in jail just for that song because let's be real. The streets like to talk and I'm pretty sure them niggas in jail already knew about it or the CEOs probably told them or they probably bumping that shit up in the jail just to make him feel that way. But still love the album i think if this album came out during like one of her many peaks because nikki does have a lot of peaks especially during album season but if you were to tell me this came out during like the roman revenge era this shit still would have been bumping this for me is pink friday 2 definitely is that timeless album for nikki because also let's not forget we're kind of in the resurgence of the 2000s the early 2000s the 2010s which is sad to say that we're in a resurgence of the 2010s and it's like um i hope y'all not doing 2010s parties but for this to be like the resurgence because we are seeing a lot of the things that we learned in like 2012 to i'd say like 2015 recreate so this is kind of like her having her moment again of her first coming out moment her first being around the industry her proving her point so this kind of was the album where she was telling y'all bitches hold on y'all might be talking shit about me but still bitches know your place know your place because i'm not gonna be surprised if for example lotto try to come out with some freestyle for barbie dangerous or she try to come out with some freestyle for ft for ftcu oh girl oh that, that was a tongue twister you guys the only thing i will say is is when nikki be talking about she gonna be riding her man's dick or she want to see her man do some push-ups with some sweats on i'm like nikki i don't want to picture you with kenneth petty i'm sorry nikki i don't want to picture that in my head please i don't want to see that no no thank you no thank you no thank you no thank you but amazing album i love how she started the song like kind of like the first um song dedicating to her son i love that i think that we definitely probably will be getting more of like the personal experience and then also, you know, Nikki got to always drop like a Caribbean song as well. And this is the thing. I don't understand. Haitians. Haitian, Haitians. I'm talking to my people. I see. I see. I'm again. Nikki said Haiti in the song and y'all started screaming. Nikki been shouting at Haiti. Okay. Breathe. Nikki been shouting at Haiti. Relax. 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 Okay. Thank you, Shiggy. Now, before we even move on to the next topic, because I am bringing up Haitians, and I got to bring up a Haitian artist right now, and I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, what's the, you're so hard on Haitian artists. I'm not hard on y'all Haitian artists. I'm not. I'm really not hard on Haitian American artists. It's just, I have an expectation for you because, let's be real, the representation we have in the industry is very tragic. So when y'all try to pop off, yes, I'm going to be a critic because <laughs> look what we got. Jason Derulo, Kodak Black, really rich the kid uh, okay thank you but i don't know if you guys know the artist friday 
Friday, F-R-I-D-A-Y-Y. So like Friday. Yes. Friday is an R&B artist. He sings with autotune, obviously. He's been, he, I think he like recently came out with like a, um, an album and he had like Creole in some of the songs and you know, niggas love when they hear some Creole on the album. Okay. They love hearing niggas speaking in Creole in the song. Personally for me, I ain't got no problems with that. Loved it. But the thing about me is when it comes to Friday, he is signed to Rockefeller. I think he signed to Rockefeller. Well, he was on a song with Jay-Z. So he definitely is, um, has some tor- ties to Rockefeller. But for me, when I hear Friday, I just think of Giveon, but with super, 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 super too much auto-tune. I'm sorry. I feel like if you like Friday, then you should like Giveon. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I feel like Friday was basically the artist that Giveon's label wanted Giveon to be. Or whoever saw Giveon was like, okay, I'm going to take this and emulate it to another new artist. That's Friday. Friday sound like Giveon. I'm sorry. Whenever I hear Friday, I'm going to go listen to Giveon. That's it. Does Giveon even make new music? You know what? I never really was a fan of Giveon. But when I hear them, I just think of each other the same way. They just sound old as hell. But they look young as fuck. But yes, if you listen to Friday, you might as well like Giveon. Just like to the ladies, if you like Michael B. Jordan, he got the same head shape like Yo Gotti. You might as well like Yo Gotti. But he in a relationship, so don't do that. Okay, let's get on to the next topic, which is the chronicles of getting played by a white man featuring Tamar Braxton and Tommy Lee. Well, mainly Tamar Braxton. So we all know that Tamar Braxton just recently got it back with Jr. aka Jeremy Robinson, aka he looked like the freaking Leonardo DiCaprio character from Django. He still gives me those vibes and I'm standing on that 10 toes down. Thank you. But um, Tamar did a whole fucking video um, during one of her shows saying she had to get her man back from a crackhead. Tamar, that's very disrespectful for you to even be saying those things because first things first is you're the one who literally is getting played by this man. Um, let's be real. Looking at Tommy Lee, let's be real. Go, go, Google who Tommy Lee is. Go, not Tommy Lee from um, Motley Crue, not him. Not Tommy Lee from Motley Crue who was with Pamela Anderson and they got that damn porno tape. I'm not talking about that Tommy Lee. I'm talking about Tommy Lee from Love and Hip Hop. Okay, you think Tommy Lee is really about to get played by this man? Let's be real. JR was a lick for Tommy. Okay, that was just a little trick, a little time for her to get find and wind and just get something like a bag out of it. Tommy don't want that. She don't. She just wanted some money from it and called it a day. Because the fact that you called her a crackhead, ma'am, you don't know what this woman is going through. Let's be real. Tommy definitely needs some therapy, but also still doesn't give you the audacity to call her a crackhead. Because ma'am, you've had your moments too and let's be real let's let's not let's try to let's not be shaming no women and this is the thing y'all doing this and guess what y'all doing this all for a man and then also y'all doing this all for a white man who still has privilege and who's still gonna be benefiting from shit in this world y'all two black women fighting over this white man <laughs> wow and let me just say this a white man with six six kids and most baby mamas yes okay let's keep it moving then now, it's the fact that you called her a crackhead and then Tommy came back on Instagram and made a video calling you out and then basically exposing you and letting you know that JR was pillow talking and telling your business. That's embarrassing. And then it's the fact that Tommy literally said, why are we fighting about this? We are two black women. Why are we fighting about this shit for this white man? And I literally sat there and I was like, wow look at this you got me agreeing with tommy lee wow you got me agreeing with tommy lee 
And it's the fact that recently, while I'm recording this podcast, um, JR decides to put a message out on Instagram, which I'm sorry, if you're gonna put an accountability message on Instagram, that just shows me you're guilty as fuck. First thing he says is, as a man, I stand on being accountable. I never should have gone out with that lady. I never should have had a conversation with her. I regret all of it. I should have never done that to Tamar. She is an amazing woman. I did some dumb shit while I was single. I love her and I'm glad to have my woman back. This too shall pass and I'll spend the rest of my life protecting my queen. Kaka, shut up, please 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 if you really cared about and you really loved her you would have you would have um, been respectful even when y'all was single this is why i always say man be mindful men men and women um folks who are gender fluid whoever you are dealing with if they talk about their exes they talk some some mean shit some bad shit about their exes just know they're gonna be talking shit about you if you become their ex so <laughs> stay clear from that but it's the fact that you want to put that message out but it's like the everything's been done and this is the internet um, do you not think that people are not gonna bring that back up when some shit happens and another scandal happens? I need Tamar to just throw this man in the trash. Go do some healing. You know what? I'm gonna say this. Go ask your sister for, for some help for when it comes to love. Tony Braxton is actually dating Birdman, who is the founder and CEO of Cash Money Records, who actually discovered Lil Wayne. Yes, Birdman got some albums. I'm not gonna lie, Birdman do got some bops. Birdman do got some bops, okay? Still fly, still a bop, okay? with manny fresh please that i might be young i might be too young for when that song came out but that is that is a bop still when it plays in my freaking car also too birdman is a whole ass fucking legend i know some will be like oh birdman's not a legend birdman definitely is a legend when it comes to like southern rap and he definitely did help put in southern rap in the game so y'all need to get y'all need to get birdman his respect so just like how you pulled up on the breakfast club and said put some respect on my name y'all might as well put some respect on birdman's name but tamar i'm i'm gonna need you to ask birdman he got some friends because this the the choices right now is just not choicing and tamar you can do better than this you can do better than this i you know i kind of expected you with like i don't know if we're gonna stay in like the white men's sector like i said last episode like a john b what is this jr really wow you gonna ask paul wall for some friends Mm, tragic okay and i just want to say this too since we are talking about like black women and white men can we talk about how like lupita Nyong'o is with joshua jordan is it joshua jordan girl the man from dawson creek okay who was with jody turner and then jody turner proposed to him which ladies i need y'all to stop trying to propose to these men if he's not gonna propose to you then just know don't deal with him and the fact that joshua went from jody down to lupita and this is the thing lupita girl i feel like lupita hasn't been the same since chadwick um chadwick's death i don't know what it is but it's just i think that hit her very hard which obviously you know that's a friend but still she hasn't been the same since that i don't know what it is but something ain't sitting right with me when it comes to mr joshua jordan i don't know what it is because he'd be jumping from one black woman to another black woman i don't know if he's trying to like resecure his career allegedly this is all alleged but like i said the travis kelsey effect think about that ladies black women wake up but still tamar girl you getting blamed by that white man but hey what can i say I'm just a girl in the middle of the suburbs of New York talking mad shit about you. Okay, to end out this episode, I know this is not even like celebrity related like news, but I feel like this is just something that's been in my head. But honestly, I'm tired of Instagram. (laughs) Like, 
I don't know what it is, although I barely be posting on there. I feel like sometimes, too, Instagram is kind of like the platform where people you know that want to see you do good, but they don't want to see you do better than them. I don't know what it is. Maybe I've been on TikTok for a little bit too long and I've been enjoying it to the point where I don't see the point of Instagram anymore. Like, Instagram really is past its peak. I feel like they don't even ask, like the consumer that uses the platform of what you truly want because why am i seeing posts from like fucking january 1st of 2023 and we're about to be in the new year and you're just showing it to me literally i was looking like a post by like alia j and i'm like oh my god that's so cute she said oh can't wait to start my new year so i'm thinking this was gonna be about like 2024 and then i look at the chronological order it's a january 1st 2023 and i'm like what the fuck is going on with this and then also too i feel like um people are just weird on instagram it's like y'all think y'all celebrities and y'all got fans when y'all really don't got no fans yeah i got no influence literally i had to go and unfollow people because i'm the type of person if you're not following me and i know you and you're not following me and i'm following you bitch i gotta unfollow you i said that that might sound immature but i gotta unfollow you because i see you in person how the fuck you following me on why are we friends on facebook but you're not following me on instagram but you follow me on tiktok does that make sense because i'm not a fan i'm not about to be watching your stories and you're not following me <laughs> what hell fucking no 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 but even with that like when people are like oh yeah this person's been watching my story um do people really like check their instagram stories to see who's watching them like if i post on instagram stories i just post it and i don't like i don't check to see who's looking at it I really don't check to see who's looking at it. Like my profile is public. You can do what you want with that. Do what you want with that. You can snoop on my page because all you're gonna see is like what? A pet what? Three pictures of me, um, two videos of me, and then the rest are like snippets from this podcast. So what else? I don't know why people are like, oh my god, they're viewing my story, they're viewing my story. Um, you have a public profile. People are going to pop up on your page randomly, even when you like somebody's shit. It will say who's the last person to like it. Who cares? Like, you're not a celebrity, bitch. Relax. Damn. This is why I'm so happy we're kind of exiting out of this, like, era of, like, Capricornish energy of, like, yes, I'm the boss. It's all about me. And now we're moving on to, like, Aquarius energy and kind of, like, the aspect of, like, humanitarian rights. Just being your true authentic self. That's why I'm so happy about the authenticity era because, bitch... I can't wait for a lot of y'all to get y'all karma. And I'm not saying this, I want everybody to get their karma because when we say the word karma, I feel like a lot of people just instantly think about bad karma, but karma is either good or bad. It, there's both sides to it. I feel like a lot of people think about karma and they just think, oh, okay, well, something bad's gonna happen. No, karma is whatever you put out there is what you're gonna get back. That's why I tell people, be mindful of your energy and be mindful of the people you have around you because sometimes too, you take on other people's emotions and it's like, bro, why do I feel like this? I've even found myself taking on others' emotions out of nowhere. And I'm like, girl, why do I fucking feel like this? Why do I fucking feel like this? It doesn't make any sense. So just know we're in the authenticity era and get ready to see what's going to happen in your life. Like I said, if you are going through your Saturn return, your late 20s, about to hit your 30s, this is the time you're about to learn your biggest lessons. Take those lessons and take them head on. Because when you reap what you sow, and when I say reap what you sow, this only mean bad shit, good shit too try to just bring some happiness in the world because shit the way the world is moving right now motherfucker like i don't even know what the fuck is going on with this world and then we got this damn election coming up which i don't even know bro the democratic party's a mess republican party's a mess 
oh boom now i know what i was supposed to talk about perfect little rants brings up the topics george santos i will say this right now george santos is gonna cost some hell during that new um election air like that new election time george santos is about to be exposing a lot of you bitches I don't know how some of y'all motherfuckers trusted George Santos. When I saw George Santos, I said, mm, that's a bitch I cannot trust. I am not trusting her. Her ass is fucking messy. You're telling me that I'm gonna trust Mr. George Santos? Hell fucking no. And you know what? I'm kind of sad that he got expelled, but I, like, I understand why they did it. But it's the fact that you really took this money for OnlyFans, but then that exposed more people who was using the damn money that voters were paying to help fund their campaigns was using that on pornography, which makes you think like, okay, sex sells. Like, can y'all start making for example because i know in reno like in nevada and everything um sex work is like an actual career and like they get taxed for it can we start doing that in other states now because if you're telling me politicians out here paying for escorts and they pay for only fans yeah might as well just let let it be known this is the first career that ever came out let the girls do their thing pop their cooch pop their booty and everything they got to do so they can make that money because now with that we're hearing about like hunter biden who is um joe biden's son he was out here spending money on some crazy ridiculous shit and not even paying his taxes when he had the money the whole fucking time paying for like sex work paying for this and that joe biden his fucking family a fucking mess too because i guess there was like a scandal about how like um hunter biden hunter, hunter biden's a fucking mess just in general but hunter biden one of his baby moms is actually a stripper which you know what i'm not even mad girl make your money you you got the baby you're set you're set because guess what your child's grandfather is the president of the united states but even with that and we all know that hunter biden had dated his sister-in-law after his brother had passed away from cancer who was also a veteran just a fucking mess when it comes to the Biden family this is why I'm telling you right now the 2024 election is about to be a fucking mess because you guys know how much Trump is about to go in on this shit if Trump makes it to like being like the main candidate for the Republican party which I really think he will be just because let's be real like Trump fans they be ride or die for him okay like stand ship for days like uh, although we be talking about like the beehive and the barbs and like the, the taylor swift fans but the maga folks they ride out for trump okay they will ride out for trump you saw how they fucking went in the fucking capital and was acting like fucking lunatics and acting like fucking monkeys yes y'all was acting like monkeys because y'all like to say the same shit for us when we are freaking protesting and we're being peaceful about it but still it's gonna be interesting to see how things played out you guys i'm just gonna go now because like i said i had seven shots of espresso so i've been talking all over the damn fucking place i know it don't make no sense and i'm also dealing with like i'm not dealing with the sunday scaries wow not doing the sunday scaries i think for me is is just having to like go th go to work and then do everything and i feel like time has been going by so quickly that like i don't get sunday scaries especially at this new job but still it's like ugh, now i gotta go to work ugh Ugh, I have to go to work and we have like a holiday party this week but we'll see what happens but you guys I'll be back next week and I'm so happy that we are being consistent wow and now we just need to work on staying on topic wow but thank you so much for listening to let me tell you the podcast you can find this podcast on Spotify Apple Google Play wherever you find this podcast where you got to follow it you can follow me on Instagram at it's wista i-t-s-w-i-w-i-s-t-a you can follow me on TikTok at words with wista um you could send an email at let me tell you something at gmail.com um 
whatever you got a question for sometimes my listeners do be sending me like questions or like asking me for advice like i said i got this one listener she had a crush on a married man and i said girl it, i gotta understand you be having crushes sometimes we be having crushes on motherfuckers who will be in relationships but don't go far with it so i'm gonna say this if you want to ask me a question to answer you and help you out bitch just know you get some real talk okay you get some real talk but still send me some questions i might even answer it on here and i think that's all for all the news okay guys well i gotta go because if i keep talking i might say some crazy shit and we're not off into city era and i ain't trying to get canceled so you guys goodbye